Coins in the Hood, Season 2, Episode 1. Been away for about five weeks, but in that time, there's a shitload gone down. Um, new managers, new players, everyone's a bit more refreshed, I hope, from the last episode, because it was a bit a bit fucking... I think the last five or ten episodes were a bit fucking miserable, to be honest. But we finished with a win at the end of the season, which kind of took us into the off-season with a bit more optimism. But we've got a new manager. We've got Postacogli from Celtic. Uh, so we'll talk a bit about that, and then we've got some new signings through the door, which we'll talk about, and there's some potential people going out, but I think there's definitely going to be a bit more optimism and positivity episode, I would hope, considering you know it's been quite an active month, but who, who knows, man, there's always some caveats in there that can steer us down shit street, uh, and probably within five or ten minutes we'll all be miserable again. So... Yeah, without further ado, we've got Rev, we've got Bones, and we've got Jay. It's positive, isn't it, Rev? It's a positive time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting, isn't it? Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I'm not sure. I wasn't sure about um, Ange until until we, I saw the interview, and, and I was fully on board. Like, I'm fully ready to see what he can do. Um, he just he talks really well, and I just think that we've got. Uh, We've kind of got nothing to lose if if we're going to really back him, like because he's not he's not got the ego of Conte or Mourinho, and he wants to play good football. So I'm just yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm really optimistic, and I think the fact we got our business done early is a good sign, a very good sign. So at the back end of I mean, it was the final episode we were talking about who the next manager was going to be, and it was I think it was I think we were down to. Postacogler and Brendan Rodgers at the time. Ironically, we weren't that far off because obviously Postacogler's come to Spurs and Brendan Rodgers has gone to Celtic. So we weren't far off there. So in that episode, it was a bit of negative kind of, there was a negative vibes going towards Postacoglu. I don't think you was too excited about him, Bonesy, if I remember rightly in that episode. I know Sifter wasn't particularly excited by either of them, but I'm pretty sure that you wasn't excited by the talk of the uh, the Australian. I don't know if you like to do accents, are you? Is that is Australian accents right? You're more than none, isn't it? You're going to offend someone somewhere, but probably it's all right. Probably it's all right. All right, we'll go with that. Yeah. So yeah, so at the back end of yeah, so you you wasn't excited about that at the time pre pre appointment. What what's your feelings now? Now we've had kind of like three or four weeks to kind of get our nuts around it. I mean, yeah, I think going back to at that time, when you think who who we'd been linked with, um, and then every one of them fell by the wayside, it just felt like oh, it felt like another Nuno appointment. You know what I mean? Someone, someone, please take us. And he was like, "Yeah, go on, I'll give it a go." But um, yeah, like Rav said, seen a few interviews with him, and yeah, he does speak really well. I don't think he's going to take any bullshit. And some of his former players uh, and coaching staff speak very highly of him. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it'd be nice to see some decent football. Um, and, yeah, feeling more, I wouldn't say, I'd, I'd say optimistic, but it's just it's just going to be exciting because it's unknown. Like, I don't know, it's going to take us a few months and I think we touched on it when we were discussing Postacoglu. Um yeah there's gonna be some higher scoring games <laughs> to start off with. There's gonna be some Aussie Ardilis rules football yeah. going on. <laughs> I, I, me and Jay were talking about I think we were talking about this the other week about how on the last episode everyone was kind of a bit negative about the Postacoglu talk and Jay pointed out that he wasn't and he didn't say anything negative and I did actually go back and listen and, he, and he's right. He didn't say anything negative. He was actually quite positive about the, the pre-appointment uh, 
talk of Postacoglu. So, what do you reckon, Jay? Are you, are you, are you on the are you on the Angie bus? Um, um, I think new season always brings optimism with Postacoglu. This is what we were saying the other day: is that with the choice of all the names that were being banded around, especially Rogers. I thought we might as well just go Postacoglu then, because we ain't got nothing to lose. Rogers, forget Rogers, man. Literally forget Rogers. I was cool, and I was saying, I don't know if it was to you or to Sifter or someone. If you look at his track record, and people are going to say it's only Australian, it's only Japan, and it's only Celtic, but he's won everywhere he's been. He's won trophies everywhere he's been, and a couple of them clubs were on big trophy droughts. So he knows how to get a team going. He won with Australia as well. He won with the Unders and, and the main Australian team. So he knows how to win. He knows how to play good football. So as long as we give him a chance and back him, and I think with new season optimism, everyone will be on board. So yeah, it's all good. It's nothing but good vibes. Let's enjoy going back to watch the football again. He he actually said his words were in in that interview that his football is uh, designed to win, to to win titles or to win something or other. The football's designed to win. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know I don't know what that is opposed to a football that's designed yeah. to <laughs> to lose. I mean, I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean, that, it it does talk well. Like Rev was just saying, it does come across quite well. And you've seen a couple of these like videos that he's done when he was Australia coach and the other bits and pieces he's done and you see his little kind of prep talks and it, it is good like how he comes across and he likes to talk about his old man doesn't he and how his old man kind of was the one who pushed him into football and he used to play for a I think he used to play for a Greek or a Cypriot side but they were based in Australia they were kind of like a, like, like a community club um, based in Australia and that's kind of where he's cut, he cut his teeth playing football I think that's what he does is that he makes things relatable and just real and makes it like a nice little community. And I think that's valid, isn't it? Rather than the two last dickheads coming in, just saying, oh, I'm a big man. I shouldn't have to tell you what to do. You should already know how to do it. Put your arm around people sometimes isn't it? and make it a nice little family, make everyone together. And I think he, if he's backed properly, he's got the capability to do it. What kind of vibe do you reckon he creates in, in the training facilities? Cause like, it's funny actually. I just commented on a, a one of Spurs's posts. It's a, they they posted a picture of uh, I think it's like Poro and Reggion and Besuma and they're all dicking about on the training pitch, all like got your nuts, got your nuts, cuddling and fucking all that bollocks like and playing about. And I just posted like I'm fucking sick of seeing all these dickheads playing about and fucking about and pissing about on the pitch. Like I want to see Rocky Four style training montages, mate. I don't want to <laughs> see any fucking about and touching each other and giggling and I don't want it man fuck all we that, had man. that they had that under Conte and Mourinho just the silliness <laughs> like everyone's all like oh giddy and fucking oh no I don't want it but that's good uh, isn't it that's good I want to see a bit of grab arson and a bit of fun times they can grab arson I'll see yeah we'll see the montages later but for now everyone's coming back yeah, yeah just catch up again smile again mm, yeah, I, I reckon that. I reckon Postacoglu is probably like letting them train how they'd normally train without in, any interference so he can look at him and go he's a dickhead he's a dickhead he can fuck off was that why Winks was straight out the door like Winks didn't even get, Winks didn't even get back in the building <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be like do we have to do tactics and shit again and it, yeah straight out get him out nah we'll get us I'm sure we'll get to him but <laughs> When you see all the players coming back the other day, that little video they posted on the website, you see all the players coming. Out, I thought, I thought most of them are going to be just collecting their belongings and walking straight back out. Surely, like they're going to be going, you know, you know, like someone's just waiting there with a box, like security just waiting there, <laughs> fill it up, empty your locker, and fucking do one. Like Reggion, Sessegnon, probably in Dombele, there was you know a lot of cheese bags coming in. Even Jed Spence, really. Like I don't know if there's a, you know. It, it's all the shit that's coming back now, isn't it? All the all the players that you kind of we kind of want to see the back of. But yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so yeah, the potential style of play is attacking. Now we've all seen what happened last season with that defence that we had, and even with three at the back, we still conceded about sixty. Was it sixty-seven goals we conceded, Reb? Something like that, wasn't it? Sixty-three, I think. But still, it's our record Premier League conceded. It was like the. We were in like the bottom five or six for goals conceded in it, or top five, yeah, whatever you want to, whichever way. You can. Yeah. So yeah, we got to get some defenders in, man. Like, what 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 are we saying? Like, I mean, we we haven't got Longley yet. Have we? Is that is that happening, Rev, or is is that? No. 
Uh, we I even want him. I think he's again the backup plan because we we seem to be going for that Van de Ven and Tapsoba, and I th- everyone keeps like I think even the president of Barcelona was like, "Yeah, we're pretty sure we're going to sell him," but I think we're holding off because I don't think he can play in a high line. Like he 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 was getting ripped for pace in a really low block, so I don't he can't play in a high line, and I just think that potentially. We're just like, if we've got no one else, we'll buy him probably like in the last week. But we're trying to not buy him, which is not a good sign, really. I'm just worried that we're going to see like Eric Dyer and Longley or Eric Dyer and Romero in a a back four with two kind of attacking wing backs as our our fullbacks. And I just think like, that that's gonna get. We saw against Newcastle what happens, man. When we we go in half-assed, thinking we can play on, on the front foot, and they just yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, especially if they decide to bring this fucking new off offside rule in. Like, that, I mean, we're just gonna. I mean, it's just gonna be balls over the top, like one after the other. But going back to Eric Dyer, what's all this nonsense? He's going. Oh, I'm gonna stay and fight for my place, man. Let go, man. It's over. Yeah. Just why are you staying? What's happening there, Bonesy? What do you reckon? Do you reckon he needs to fight for his place, or do you reckon he needs um, to move on? Well, I think yeah. If you're a player, then you you say that, don't you? Um, and all the other managers. I mean, Conte spoke highly of him, and Mourinho liked him. So I think maybe maybe he's got a decent attitude, and that's why they like him because. Even though he is limited in his capability, he um, he does give his all and he tries and he does what and he was doing what they were asked. Whether he should like, I don't think there's a question. He shouldn't be our starting centre half because he's he's not been good enough, and that dates back to when Poch was our manager. He was a backup when Poch was the manager, um, and. It's more like process of elimination as how he's got that main centre half start, where we've lost Yan, where we've lost Toby, and where other players like Sanchez have been awful. So, I mean, yeah, I've always, yeah, I've always liked Eric Dyer. I just don't think he's, um, yeah, but I've always said that I don't think he's good enough for us. I don't think technically he's good enough as a defender. Jay, would you would you give Sanchez another another chance if we're going to play a high line? No, Sanchez, Longley, and Dyer shouldn't be getting. It's not their choice. They should be getting told you need to find another club, mate. Thanks for the service and see you later. And don't say that to Sanchez, but say it to the other two. Why why won't Dyer go? Why won't Dyer go then? Why why won't he just go? Obviously, he's got something over someone because he's coming out saying, "No, I'm alright. I'm going to stay." He's only got a year on his contract as well. He's got one year left and no one wants him. No one no one's coming in for him. No one's even trying to come for him on a on a on a, on a early a deal. One. No one fancies it. No one's gonna pay money for that man. No. Especially because he's got I didn't know he only had a year. But if yeah, if he's only got a year, that's why, isn't it? He'll sit it out and go for a free someone. I thought he was gonna be one of the ones that's gonna get his con- uh, contract cancelled, but yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't. They did it for Dockett, didn't they? So do it for him. Yeah, but that was, I mean, we're talk, we've made some good inroads so far and who we're being linked with is promising, but yeah. we've still got like nearly two months, <laughs> two months of the transfer window left. So he'll be there right to the end. And yeah, if we get the players in that we want, yeah, maybe his contract will be cancelled at the 11th hour yeah. like it was with Doherty. Yeah. I think with Longlet as well, sorry to go back on that. I'm sure I read somewhere that We'd offered five rising to 10 or something, but they want 16. Or we've offered 10 straight up, but they're holding out for 16. And so we're just thinking, well, you lot need the money, so fuck you. And if we can get these other two boys in, then we don't need him. Uh, I don't think Longley did that much to impress me, to be fair. No, I mean, he he looks like his distribution, like deep kind of playing the long balls into the channels was quite quite good. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, I don't know how well he's going to play in a high line when he needs to be, yeah. Playing, seeing quite quite a bit of the, foot, the football. You know, the centre halves play play quite an important role in the high line. But I guess if we're if the plan is to keep the ball, and he's good at that, he might be a good like second third choice. But yeah, I don't. We have to get the other two really, and I, I feel like we're only going to get one of them and Longley. To be honest, 
So just just going on to the players that we have signed. Obviously, we've got a goalkeeper uh, in Vicario. We can have a chat about him if you want. But I think it, I think it's more sexy to talk about James Madison and where he's going to fit in because <laughs> I I think that I think that is a marquee signing. I've said yeah. it a couple of times to a few people, and I've had a couple of no, nah, not really, and I've had yeah, he is like for that kind of money. I'm excited about James Madison. Rev, are you excited about James Madison? Yeah, I think I think initially I was a bit skeptical and I didn't really see it. Um, and I mean, to be honest, I, I was saying like they got relegated, so and our, our players were kind of known for not showing fight at the end of last season. But I've heard him speak, and I reckon Leicester going down last year was quite a freak thing. Like they they probably shouldn't have, and they got sucked in, and anyone could go down at that point. Um, but I, I think. I think if it can allow us to have someone to create, finally replace Ericsson and maybe like link with Kane, because I, I think they're mates. Like they, I mean, England, the England photos look like they're they're quite tight. And if if someone's creating chances and there's a danger from somewhere else on the pitch other than Kane and Son, I think it, it's a good signing. It's a very good signing. And if he sort of if he he talks well and if he brings that to the pitch, then. I can only see it going well, to be honest, because he's he's a Premier League proven player. Like it, it have to, something would have to go really wrong for it to not work. I think. Yeah, it's. I think so. Uh, Postecoglou plays a four-three-three in it. So yeah. where where do you think Madison's going to go? Do you reckon he's going to be one of the three mids or the three attackers? Attackers, I reckon. I think. I think he's going to be like a do what kind of Odegaard does where he kind of drifts in between and then the other two kind of do the dirty work I think that's how we'll use him but yeah all oh, right so he, part of the midfield free but he'll play more advanced yeah pretty much but he'll do he'll he will probably have to track back and stuff as well yeah because it's interesting like I mean I, I, if we if if we've if we sign two center arms which we, we apparently you know it's almost done with that van de ven and that top Soba is obviously ongoing. So if we get them two through the door, with that Solomon and Madison and the goalkeeper, that's quite a lot of business we've done in the first couple of weeks. Now, there was a question that went out, and I thought it was quite interesting. I, I, I can't remember where I read it. It was on Instagram or someone put it out. And they're saying, are we spending the Harry Kane money? <laughs> that's, why, that's what I've been thinking. And I think if we... The last time we did this... Was Gareth Bale? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think if I we mean, get if we if sorry, we get them defenders, sorry mate, if we get them defenders, then yeah, I think it could. And the the hype about Munich is built like is growing and growing. I think yeah, if we get these other players in early doors, I think it probably will be the end for Kane. All right, we'll get we'll get on we'll get on to that whole thing um, with Kane. I think there's probably quite a bit of to talk about on that one. Uh, yes, I mean I. I don't think we're spending Harry Kane money. I think we're doing business quickly. So I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it could have been a fake, a fake bit of news on on one of my social media streams. It, it, I'm sure I read today that Fabrizio Romano said that Kane's not going to Bayern Munich. He's 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 still looking to finish his contract at Spurs. Did I did I not read that? Was that or is that just some dickheads just created that just for a bit of tier oneness? The last thing I saw from Fabrizio was that they were talking directly, but that don't mean nothing. Yeah. So so if 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 they come in with 85 million or whatever whatever's being touted, what do you reckon? What do you reckon? Do you reckon it's time for him to jog on Jay? Would you would you move him up? Move him on? I wouldn't know. If he wants to go to Munich, then he can fuck off and we'll take the money. But we'll get whatever we think is right. But I don't. There's no point going to the Bundesliga to win the Bundesliga. What? This I, I, mean, I agree. I agree. I think. Yeah. That's a, that's, is, a, that's, that's a nothing trophy. Yeah. This is a whole different conversation. If Madrid come in, even if Madrid come in with fifty million. Because no one's saying no to Madrid. And there's a big gaping hole there that Benzema's left for Harry Kane. Ready built. But Do you not get the impression? Do you not get the impression that uh 
I think I think Kane's back from his holidays on the twelfth, and I think obviously he'll sit down with Levy and Angie on 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 that day, and they'll discuss what the fuck. But don't you think, like, from what you've read and heard and what he said, don't you think that Postacoglu is going to say to him, "I only want players that want to be here. So if you're not signing a new contract, your head's elsewhere, and you're going to go at the end of the season, then you might as well go now." Yeah, you should because if Kane doesn't go then he's free to open contract talks with another club in January, which means that he's not going to be fully focused. So they should have that conversation. Think, think about the media as well. And they've been fucking yeah. going on with the Harry Kane thing for the last fucking three or four years. Oh, Imagine mm-hmm. that the next season, it's going to hang over us all year, man. Do we do we really need that, Rev? I don't know. Like I'm thinking that's going to be a massive distraction for Postacoglu if he's got to deal with that bullshit every game. Yeah, I think, but it's kind of weird because we've had it for so long that we're all kind of used to it as well. But like, it's going to go turbo is... now, man. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. But I think, I, I just think for a week, he's worth more to us to still keep. And hopefully he can see things are going in a good way. And he's like, you know what, I'll give you another year. I'll sign an extension. Um, I think that's that's more worth doing than just taking the money. Because I, I don't really feel like we'll be able to replace him very well either. Like Richarlison's not really the striker, and I don't think there's many strikers out there that could could fill the fill the void. So I'd rather just keep him for another year. To be totally honest, I don't know if I told you this, Rev. Um, I think I told Jay. I think I've mentioned it in one of the WhatsApp groups that uh, I was working late last week. Uh, I can't remember what day it was. Wednesday or Thursday. And I missed my train, so I dived into the pub opposite Liverpool Street and I had a, had a few jars like. Yeah. Um, and as I'm as I'm coming out of the pub and I'm walking towards uh, Liverpool Street, just where like McDonald's is, fucking Charlie Kane's walked directly out in front of me, like full whistled up, and from a from a they, they look alike in it him and Harry Kane, and they do in it, but yeah. one's got one's got Harry Kane's got a massive chin, and Charlie Kane's got like Gail Platt chin, like he's got nothing, man. Um, <laughs> he would come dead last in a bedsheet folding competition, um, but yeah, he's he's come out. And I'm like, I, I, obviously I've had a few beers, so I was a little bit braver than I usually would be. I went, ah, and I pointed at him. And he was fucking rattled, man. He was, oh, are you fucking, you can see he was like, oh no, what's this like? Who's this geezer like? And, you know, <laughs> for people who haven't seen me before and listen to the pod, like, don't know me, like, I'm, I'm a bit of a lump. So, yeah, he probably might have thought, who the fuck is this guy? Um, but yeah, and I went, Charlie Kane, what's happening, geezer? And he was just kind of all like that. And I was just kind of, as you were past me, I kind of not pushed him, but kind of like ushered him past me. Like I thought, I thought, now nah, fuck him. Like, I'm not talking to that dickhead. But as I walked past him, like the, his dad was there um, and a couple of other guys and they were going to the pub or whatever the fuck they were doing. And I thought to myself, like, was there an opportunity there just to fucking just give it to him? But I suppose you can't, innit? Like, you can't do that, innit? Yeah. I probably would have got beaten up, innit, by Harry Kane's dad, innit? I doubt it, but then it's that thing that if you've said some shit and then he goes in and says, fuck this club, man, or fuck their fans, let's bounce. So um, he probably gets a lot of hate at the moment. And I, I reckon he That's gets I mean. that every hundred yards he walks in the open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's your chin, you cunt? Yeah, just <laughs> stuff like that. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, just coming back to, to Harry Kane. So, yeah, he goes to Germany. He wins the Bundesliga. No one cares. He lifts it <laughs> and he thinks, oh, it ain't even a cup, is it? It's a plate in it in the Bundesliga. It's a plate. Yeah. yeah. And he's just, he's holding Fucking a pl- gold, Golden community yeah. shield. He's holding a plate and he's thinking, oh, <laughs> no one's going to care about this. They're still going to cuss me out. And just as he's kind of thinking, oh, I made a mistake, Thomas Muller comes up behind him and just throws a whole fucking stein over his head and just slaps him in the face. Um, and that's when the realisation kicks in that he made a mistake. And you can just see Shira's face laughing at him that he's never going to be Premier League top goal scorer. See how excited Shira was when he when they announced oh. it that he might be going but, but, uh, fucking Munich. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'll fucking drive him there and he's in his own car. That doesn't matter what car it is, does it? You know? <laughs> what does it matter what car it is? I guess Shira doesn't want to pay for petrol. Apparently, uh, and as well coming out, is the, is the news that he's building a fucking house in Cobham, isn't it? Yeah, I heard that. I'm just sick of all the talk Ooh. of Harry Kane, man. I'm bored of it, man. Just fuck him. Yeah, if he yeah. wants to go, man, just yeah. thank you. You've been a great servant to the club, but it's no coincidence that 
during the period you've played for us, it's been the most barren spell in our history as a football club of trophies. So maybe maybe he is a bit of a Jonah and, you know, maybe he needs to move on. That's and then enough. how good is he? When he goes to Bayern Munich and wins fuck all because Leipzig and Dortmund have won it all. And then he's, how's he going to feel? Wank up. And then we win the FA Cup. Imagine that. We win the league. We go and win the we fucking the league. lot, man. Yeah. We can't win any of the European Cups this year. We're the fucking Socceroos now, mate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, going back to the players coming in, we got that, what's his name? Manor Solomon. Played for Fulham. Yeah. Yeah. Any yeah. good? What's he saying, Rev? Uh, I mean, I watched a few YouTube clips because I haven't seen much of him. But um, when uh, Shakhtar beat Real Madrid three nil, he looked he looked amazing. He uh, he just rapid, got a good finish on him. And I think for Fulham last year, he was on loan from January. And I think he was injured for ages, and then he came and scored five and five. Um, he looks quite quick and dribbly. I don't know what his end product saying, but. I think he just kind of replaces Moore and Dan Juma, so he's got to be better than those two and contribute a bit more. And on a free, you you kind of you kind of laughing if he if he contributes anything really. So he looks alright. He does look he looks decent, but anyone that's got on YouTube, so you can't really judge it. I mean, yeah, I mean a couple. Of... Sorry, Bruce. No, I was just gonna say I, I saw. Um, I think it was only two or three goals that he scored. Two or three goals that he scored for Fulham last year. And they were like carbon copies of what Sun does on the mm. left, cuts in and just curls it top corner. I like, think he got five in five, didn't he? That was that, that was when he was on a bit yeah. of a hot streak. There yeah. was um there was a bit of fuckeries, wasn't there, with it all? Because I think he went to Fulham on loan because he couldn't play in Ukraine. And then we were like, Yeah, we'll snap him up and we were gonna give Fulham a fee or something. And Shakhtar was like, uh nah, he's still ours. And then I think we've got him on a free, but we said, oh, yeah, we'll play you in a pre-season friendly or some shit. I think it was because FIFA, because um, he's still, I think his contract runs out in this um, December, January time. And I think the ban on, because it's right. unsafe to play in the Ukraine, yeah. FIFA extended the ban up until by like another eight, um, half of the season. So that takes him outside of his contract. Okay. Gotcha. So I think that's I think that's where the um where Shakhtar are saying they're gonna complain to FIFA or sue FIFA or whatever it is. But you know, that's such a that's such a levy move, isn't it? Some yeah, yeah. Like global political crisis and he exploits yeah. it. Of course. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? What if Levy, right? He knew like he he knew all along, like we didn't have any money coming in. Um, from because obviously COVID and stuff like that. So he's tried his best. He's got Mourinho in with limited money because of the stadium. That hasn't worked out. And then he's scrambled about, got Conte in, all just to keep us treading water so he don't like fucking fall off a cliff. And now we've got a bit of money or we're going to look to sign Kane. Now he's like, right, now I need to invest. So... He never wanted to win anything with Mourinho and Conte. He just wanted to keep us in the mix for the time being. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. And he knows the revenues come in, all the concerts and the gigs and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're what, the second or third most profitable sports team in the world or some shit, are we? Some, uh, yeah, third in the like world. Yeah. I think it's for, I think, is it for match day revenue or something like that? I think it's, pro- yeah. I, I think it's profits, isn't it? But that, oh, are, is it? that are, from from footballing purposes, like a- anything that surrounds the, the football club, like so that's obviously yeah, match day revenue, ticket in, merchandise, yeah, all that kind of business and uh, everything else that he's doing with the stadium, isn't it? It's Jay, Jay, you're grinning. What are you grinning about, Jay, man? You're making me feel like what was that language of merchandise? I don't know. I just felt like saying it that way. I'm just going through my notes. I'm just looking at my notes, and I just saw that. On the last episode, Bonesy said that being linked with Ange Postacoglu was scraping the barrel. Do you, do you still feel that, like that, Bonesy? Um, no, no, I don't. I don't feel like that. Um, I think you're just yeah. angry that day. No, I, I think 
<laughs> I think it was just, I, I think, as I said, in the opening sort of gambit, it was the fact that we were linked to so, so many higher profile managers and then one by one they sort of didn't occur or they rejected us and then all of a sudden it's sort of, it's like the, do you know what I mean? The school dance. <laughs> last girl standing on the, at the on the disco on the school like disco floor, and you go, oh, do you fancy a dance? Yeah, all right. <laughs> did that, ha- that that happen? Did it? That happened. <laughs> no. You dance with you dance with, <laughs> you dance with a bird that look like Foster Coglu. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Just. Just. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're coming up to the half halfway point now. So there's a few other bits and pieces that I wanted to chat about, uh, but I, I guess this is probably going to take quite a bit of time. So we won't. We'll save this for the second half. Um, yeah, and that's the Pochettino stuff. Obviously, we all knew that he was. You know, we, we all knew from ages ago that he was uh, announced as Chelsea's new manager. Uh, we'd spoke about it on the last pod. Bonesy said he'd sing his name if he'd come back to the stadium. I don't know if anyone else. I think you was on your own with that one, Bones, if I remember rightly. We'll talk about that in the second half. I'm just interested to see now you've seen his first interview that was was it was uh was it yesterday or the day before? It was it was yesterday, wasn't it? His first yesterday, his first official yeah. appearance as a Chelsea boss. I'm interested to see how everyone feels now they've seen that because yeah, it was a bit it was a bit fucked up. Um but yeah, let's wrap it there for the first half and we'll be back in a bit. North London is ours. Welcome back to part two of season two, episode one. Um, and we were talking about Poch, and I don't even want to call him Poch anymore because I don't feel like I don't feel like we need to have that relationship anymore. Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you feel that way? Like, I mean, I, I want to come to Bunsy first. What, what do you feel now? You, have you seen the interview, Bonesy? Like, have you seen or you read any of the transcripts of the interview? Yeah, I've read bits and pieces of it. How does it make you feel? No, I'd um, look. He, <laughs> we didn't want him. Chelsea did. They've got him. So I suppose what's the best way to endear yourself to a, a new group of fans? And it's to say, it's to come out with something like that. And I mean, if you look at what he said, like he said, yeah, over like the last 10, 12, what was it, 15 years, Chelsea have been the greatest club in England. I mean, I think he's slightly wrong with that, but they've been fucking arguably one of the best clubs in England with two Champions Leagues, countless titles and cups and stuff like that. So, of course, yeah, I mean, do I like, do, do I like, to hear them words come out of his mouth? No, but what way? What better way to endear yourself to your new group of fans, especially after we didn't contact him? So, yeah, I've, I haven't got a problem with what he said. Do you know what I mean? He ain't our manager. We didn't want him, so he's got to do what he's got to do, hasn't it? There's a lot of there's a lot of kind of vitriol towards him on social media. On on like I've seen on his 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 personal. Um, social media profiles that he's getting a lot of venom. I haven't posted a snake yet just to clear that up. I usually do on these, in these situations what I haven't done. Uh, but there is a lot of heat. Like, I think it's a bit, a bit unnecessary because as Luke's pointed out that, you know, we, we, he wanted to come back apparently and he didn't get the call. So what do you want him to, to not eat? Do you know what I mean? Not saying that he's skint and he's on the bread line. I'm sure he's got plenty of, plenty of money to eat, but Rav, what do you, how do you feel now? Well, do you not do you not think like there were there were other clubs he could have gone to? Like, did he have to wait for Chelsea? Uh, Premier League is probably difficult to get a top job at the moment, but yeah, I, to be honest, it uh, for me it, it stung a little bit. I'm going to be honest. There was there, the way he phrased the sort of ten, fifteen years thing was includes the time that he managed us and we were challenging them for the league and. Although he's factually incorrect, it just felt to me like there was a little bit of shade there. Um, and maybe there was a few digs to being back properly uh, towards Levy and stuff. And, and yeah, I just I just think he's, he's, he's like trying to send a massive fuck you to Levy maybe. Uh, but the fans are collateral. And yeah, I didn't I didn't like it. It, it. 
it turned me quickly from like still having some sort of respect to just thinking, yeah, nah, fuck this guy. I'm done. Like he'll probably be our manager again someday, but I don't want that. Like probably this season. Yeah. I'm going to, I asked the question in the last episode of season one. I'm going to ask it again. Jay, does he get booed when he comes back to White Lane? I think he does now. Um, I think he would have anyway because we've got a dickhead element. I don't think he still deserves booing, and I still stand by my point. I'm going to boo when they sing his magic. My point about this thing yesterday was exactly what Rob said there. He threw a lot of shade there. He a lot. And it it wasn't just at Levy. It was as a club. And that's fine, right? You've got to endear yourself to your new club. But they don't seem to be that excited by him from what I see. It's more just a ha-ha, fuck you, Tottenham. We've got your manager that you love, which means that they're not going to give him any time. So he, they could all turn on him this season if it don't work out well. And then what? And he's just fucked his relationship with us because we were thinking, oh, fuck you then, you snake. So I just think it was a bit unnecessary. And I don't disagree that, yeah, we didn't call him and all that stuff, but he still didn't need to say the way he said because there was a lot of underhanded shit there, I thought. And it was like, yeah, you're a dickhead, mate. I'm still going to boo him, but um, yeah, he's that was it. It's a strange yeah. choice of, of club. Not just because they're our rival. Well, I say rivals. There's a rival with it, we there that of sorts, I guess. Um, but they hate us, and we, you know, we hate them, I guess. It's a strange choice <laughs> in that. But what's stranger is that he doesn't come out the traps running in in his management, and he hasn't done wherever he's been. It's taken a little bit of time for him to implement his style, and it, it, you know, he, he nearly didn't get time at Spurs. You know what I mean? It was only because Harry Kane def- scored a deflected free kick that he was he was close to getting kicked out the door. Then I think that saved him. Then I think he even alluded to that in his in his little book. But Southampton, he, he wasn't he didn't come running out of the traps there. He took him a little bit of time to get them buying into his kind of philosophies and stuff. PSG famously didn't win the league in his first season there. Um, fuck knows who won it. it was like Montpellier or something like that won it instead of instead of them won it in the first in his first season. But he did win. In the, he did win in the second season, but he kind of had to because he had Messi that, um, and Sergio Ramos, and probably like yeah, but the most expensively assembled team ever. I think that's not a fact. It should be. So, do you get that? Do you get that time at Chelsea? I mean, I don't. You, you don't. I don't think anyone needs to answer that. You don't get that time at Chelsea. There was they had about six managers last year, didn't they? <laughs> they had Tuchel, Potter. Lampard and some other dude between Lampard and Potter, wasn't it? Some little, some little guy. That Bruno, that Bruno geezer, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's a strange one for me that he thinks he's going to go in there and he's going to start doing bits straight off the bat. And I think he could be out by Christmas. It's plausible. Can... And they've got such a massive squad that they need to trim down as well or just, yeah, fix up. But it's, yeah, it's plausible. You see, the, the thing is, the difference between, like, I think they will give him more time than they gave Potter. Potter done it with Brighton. So he wasn't proven and he got Brighton to a certain level and he couldn't make the step up. Potter's proved through us that he can take a club like in the shit state like at that time that we were, get us playing decently and go close without any really like real financial backing. Um, if you look at all the players that he's got at his disposal and the players that he's signing, it looks like he's they're signing young athletes that can run and run and run for days. And I think at the time when we were at our best, we had the youngest, uh, youngest squad and starting 11 in the Premier League. So it might take him a bit of time, but I think I, think I said it a little while back when they first got him, I think he's going to turn around. It might take it might take six months, and they ain't, I can't. They ain't going to be challenging this year, but I think you're going to see Poch's Chelsea um, come the come this like January February time. That's when you're going to start see see them do bits. How, how much of Pochettino's success at Spurs was fluke? I mean, I guess a thirty goal a season striker came through. We had Carl Walker, we had Danny Rose, we had Jan. We had Ericsson, we had Dembele. Yeah. You could yeah. argue he made Dembele, um, but because he was obviously not a centre mid at the start. But yeah, so a lot of that team was already there. And a lot of the players we signed around that team 
whether it was him or not, whether it was a club signing, were pretty shit. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it all it all went to shit when Kyle Walker left, and obviously we've seen what he's gone on to do. And Chelsea don't necessarily have a player like like they're probably doing their youth team, and he'll probably come through now and be the, the greatest player. I don't know. I feel like th- th- there's too many egos at Chelsea as well. I think I feel like he he tries to flush the egos out, and I just think with the money that like someone like Mudrich or, I mean, he got rid of Havertz, I guess, but these sort of players are on big money. Probably don't want to run as hard. They've got to Chelsea. That they've made it, and he and that would probably be a lot of their players. I don't know if like he can thrive in that environment. That's what I'm hoping anyway. Like it's like the reverse of Mourinho and Conte coming to us. I feel like I, I feel like this is the uh, this needs to be the last time we speak of Pochettino ever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just quickly, I think you say it was a fluke because that's doing a disservice to all parties. That was just the stars aligned for us. I'm just trying to create a bit of animosity towards Poch so we can all forget him easier and we can a bit like we can take the closure we need. You know, when you spit up a bird and you know they do some dirty on you or whatever, and then. You kind of have to kind of start thinking all the shit stuff they used to yeah, do. Yeah, we don't just yeah, talk yeah. about it until November the 4th, and then we can bring yeah. it all up. Or we can but boom Sabre, in the country's face. But, Sabre, what you're forgetting is we dumped him, and now he's got a better bird. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> and we're going, oh, poor fucking me. Oh, so look. what, we're the bird, oh. are we? <laughs> we were the bird in the, in the relationship. <laughs> the other we were the bird that looks like Pasta Cogler in the dance. Well... I don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to touch yeah, it because enough. it because it was because it was yesterday and it was uh, we were kind of t- touching on it in the WhatsApp groups and stuff. So I just wanted to kind of bring it up. But yeah, positivity is that we've got Postacoglu and I'm excited because it, for uh, everyone's saying that we're going to be seeing some attacking football and we might get opened up like a tin of beans for the first couple of months at times. But we're going to see us going on the front foot and trying to take the, the, the game to teams. Um. And what, there's a little slogan he had at Celtic, isn't it? We we never stop. Is that is that what he said? Is that the one? Is that right, Rev? We never stop. Something like that. But that that gave me I'm going to make you proud vibes. So I, I yeah, kind of didn't some Ted Lasso yeah. vibes when I leave there at the door. Yeah. Oh, was it? <laughs> I don't know. A little bit. I was a bit guessed by that. I was just I I had asthma pumps in my, in my mind when he said that. I was thinking, are we going <laughs> to never walk alone without our asthma pumps? I'm just going to check if Madison has asthma. Like maybe that's why we find him. He's just had twins. That was an, he just posted that a couple of hours ago. Oh yeah, he literally just had them today, isn't it? Mm. Oh, I think called one of he them. Well guest, is it? Yeah, he does. He yeah. does look guest. He does look guest. When he was walking around the stadium, he did look superly excited. Well, he did just get relegated. To be fair, so he probably can't believe his luck. But he's a good player. You know, his numbers stack up against a lot of the top attacking players in that position in the league over the last three or four years. And you, you're up against De Bruyne, Fernandez, uh, Ostergaard. Um, do you know what I mean? They're, they're the ones racking up the, the most yards, the most the most goals, assists. But he's he's not he's not too far off them. He's in and amongst them. And he's consistent in getting them, them numbers as well. And, he's, and he, he should be, you know, at the moment, he should be in his, in his prime now, isn't it? What is it, 25, 26? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he, he should be in his prime, isn't it? And he did. He did sort of. I did see him win matches for Leicester on his own at times, which is probably a positive for the dressing room. And I think they kind of turned to shit when he got injured last year, and he just couldn't. He couldn't carry them. And yeah, we all went to the game last year, didn't we? Uh, at home against Leicester, I think we bashed him um, yeah. fucking six one or something, didn't we? Six two, yeah, I think something like and that. And I remember thinking in that game I, that he was by far and away their best player, and he actually looked a threat every time he got on the ball. Um, but yeah, he, he he always plays well against us. He's got a bit of a, he's got a good record against us, I think, for scoring and assisting. I think I read that last week when we were uh, when we were finalising the deal for him. But yeah, so let's let's assume that Kane does stay. Is how's that going to look then for you know? If we just let's just, just say we sign that Van der Ven, forget touch sober for the minute because I think there's a few other clubs in for him. So we get that Van der Ven in, we've got that Italian keeper who's meant to be mustard, and he's got you know, last season he's racked up some decent, decent numbers as well. What's our first 11 looking like against Brentford then? If everyone's fit, Bentacore obviously not, not included, 
because he's. I think I think they're talking like October before he's going to be back. I thought he was training and he was ready. I reckon he can. He he he'll start running and maybe having a few minutes within the next couple of months. But until full fitness, they reckon it'll be like October. Yeah, too risky. I think. Um, so I mean, Hugo hasn't gone. So like, surely the keep the new keeper, Vicario. He he's surely number one now. Do you guys think? So I is mean, you, you can you can only assume that his game is playing out the back. Like he's good at receiving and, and distributing the ball in it. Yeah. Has he been signed as that, number one? Is that? I reckon. Is that what is, everyone's yeah. thinking is? But he, he he hasn't got the one number one jersey. I think Lloris is probably going to get dropped down the pecking order, just because his dream is to go back to Nice, isn't it? But Casper Schmeichel's there, isn't he? Yeah, and they. I don't think they can afford it. I, I, I thought they were skin. They I can't think afford. Schmeichel's been doing that well. They can't afford to have Lloris in goal. That's what they can't afford because he's a fucking. He's 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 finished, man. Bless him. Love him, obviously. But yeah, he's um what, what about Harry Winks? I just want to have a quick five minutes on the Harry Winks. Like I kind of when I saw the stuff about him and the, the little video montage that Spurs put out about him, I got a bit emotional like, cause, like he's been a good servant in the club, really. I mean he come through the academy, he didn't cost nothing. He's had a, he's he's had a few really good performances and he had a he had a little purple patch for us as well. I think people forget that. I think for Pochettino, there was a period where he was coming in and actually playing really well. You don't start a Champions Definitely League final for no reason. I know injuries and whatnot, but you don't start start a Champions League final for no reason. Um, did, did, weren't you sad to yeah. see him go? Like, were you sad to see him go, Bones? Like, and um, yeah, obviously you you wanted him like from when he scored that first goal against West Ham. You wanted him. That's the sort of play you wanted at your club. Do you know what I mean? Grew up there, played there all his life. Where's his heart? Like, where's a badge? Do you know what I mean? Heart on his sleeve. Um, but I'm actually I'm actually happy for for him because he looked genuinely happy signing for Leicester. As if right, this is a fresh chance for me to re reignite my career. And he wouldn't have got that where with us because he was so far down the pecking order. Um so I'm actually yeah, sad to see him go, but I'm 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 happy for him and I hope he does well and he might find a bit of form. And Leicester might be playing in the Premier League next year, and people might be looking at him and thinking, "Fucking hell, he's turned himself around." He, Do you know he, what I mean? He's definitely a, a, a more of a ball-playing uh, central midfielder, like a number eight. Whether he's technically good enough, whatever. We, let's, let's leave it. That's not. We can have another conversation for another day. But he was good when we played more attacking, more uh, high line. Yeah. Uh, he got. He, he was un, he was unlucky with injuries. He was unlucky with the style of management that we had for two or three years. And that you know he's not going to be a uh, he's not going to be a dirty dig deep midfielder. I don't think that's what he is. I don't. I think he's, he he never he never grew up, did he? he never filled out. He he never he, he kind of stayed the same size, and he he still looks about twelve. Like he's like one of the fucking the, the fucking lost boys in Hook. Like he's just like one of the what's, in, what's never Neverland or whatever it is. And that's what that's yeah. what he reminds me of. He just he just never grew up. And he's yeah. sitting on that table with that imaginary food with all the other kids, and that's where he wants to be, man. Flicking food at each other with all the all the youth team. Rufio, Rufio. <laughs> he is. He's bangerang, man. He scores a goal and he gives it some bangerang. Um, but yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. But yeah, just just a yeah, a little bit of a show a bit of love to Harry Winks, and yeah, hope he does well in it. Um, but yeah, Rev, what is the first mm-hmm. eleven looking like? Yeah, so I reckon I reckon new keeper. I feel like Poro's going to be right back, and Romero is going to be right centre back. Van der Ven or new signing left back. I've got a feeling he's going to bring back Regulon. You know, I, I do uh, think. Same here, same here. I had I've got a funny well. feeling about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I reckon Basuma, Madison, and. The midfield, the Benzikor replacement. I don't know who that's going to be. I, I've got a weird feeling it's going to be in Dombele. Uh, you think Dombele's going to get another shout? I think so. I think there's too much hype around it, and I think whilst Benzikor's out, no one's going to buy him, and Andrew might just give him a go, and Levy might be like, "Yeah, just play him for a bit, see if it if it works." I don't know if he'll be successful. I hope it is, obviously. But I could see it being a thing, and then uh, 
Kudus, Son Kane, the front three. There's been a lot of talk about Kane not being kind of stylistically adequate to play in Poch's, uh, Poch's, fucking hell, uh, Angie's front three because of the high press and the way he likes his number nine to play off the shoulder. I don't know. I, I haven't watched Celtic, man. I'm not going to pretend that I've watched, ever watched Celtic, ever cared about Celtic, or watched any videos of how they. But I should do really. I should. I should have a little look and see what they, how they set themselves up. But what do you, what do you make of that? Do you think they that they'll work around if Kane does stay? Do you reckon they'll work around Kane? Um, yeah. Or do you I reckon think Kane's adaptable? Do you reckon he can play off the shoulder? Though? Do you reckon he can press still like that? You may, but then it'll, they'll just put runners around him. I don't. I think. Yeah, I think they'll make it work. I don't think that's going to be an issue. See, I, I saw a bit of, um, again, only a YouTube sort of package of Celtics um, play underneath him. And what it looked like, a large portion of it looked like it was the the, the attacking wingers getting to the byline or get driving into the box and then cutting the ball back. And if that's the case, then that's perfect for Kane. He'll just stay around the goal with a six-yard box and just, do you know what I mean? Goal poach. But, um, yeah, and I've heard he likes, yeah, a striker to press and to play off the shoulder to go beyond. They, yeah, a couple of articles that I've read have said that Son and Richardson might be more suited to playing in that mm. position. So it's interesting. But I don't know. I don't know. You know, he, he's working with what he's got at Celtic. He might come at Spurs and think actually that he suits. I, I can I can work with that. That that might be better for me having. But I think he will. I've going back to what we were saying in the first the first bit. I think he will say that to Kane. Look, you know, I I want players to buy into to what we're doing here fully, and I need to know that you're 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 with us. You know, and if you're not, then you know we need to start thinking about getting you out the door and find you a new club. I'd sooner have a bit of money to spend and lose you next year, and we'll start with back. We're at square one again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking, if you're looking to, I mean, again, I think it's with our attacking forwards. You think, ah, oh, you got Sun, and Sun does well when Kane ain't about. Um, Richie, Richie weren't really given a chance last year through injuries and stuff like that, but I still think he'll come good. Uh, you got Kulu and. So part of me thinks, yeah, we could. It might be the right time to sort of go right. Thanks, Kane, but we're gonna we're gonna press on without ya. Um, but part of me is like, this guy scores twenty five, thirty goals on a regular basis. So it's it'd be a very risky manoeuvre to let Harry Kane go. I just think we've lost our best players consistently over the last decade or more. But we've always maintained an upward trajectory, and where and where in this distance we've tried to force him a player to stay, we've actually started to go backwards. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's because of that or or any or anything surrounding Harry Kane. I was only kind of half being serious when I said that our most barren trophy spell is coincided <laughs> with our most prolific player. Can but, it sounds like you went about the door. But you know what, like. They, He's going to be going. He's going to go at some point, right? So sometimes, one of your favourite sayings, Bones, is you've got to rip the bandaid off, man. Mm. Would you rather rip the bandaid off, or rip the bandaid off and get eighty million? <laughs> the bandaid falls away, you're soggy. Yeah. Or you rip it off and get eighty million. You rip the bandaid off and it's infected. So, oh shit! I need a new bandaid. You don't don't left. Use some compete instead. Oh. Yeah. Or rip it off now. Let it just get it get it done. Try and sign someone to um just kind of fight for position and battle it out with Richarlison for the number nine position and even Son can play play there as well. And then Do you know what I mean? And then and at least we've got some money to play with. And then we play all this season and then he fucks off and goes to wherever he wants to go next year. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I just, he's he's definitely going to go. Nick, I, I can't he, I can't see a world where he signs a new deal. So I just I'm kind of like, yeah, let's let's get some money for him, man. We've got to move on, man. If it ain't, if it ain't mean, now, it's going to be next year. So why why don't we just do it now? Yeah, I know I know what you're saying. I mean, I think knowing what Levy's like, getting rid of Kane now, 
that puts an enormous amount of pressure on Postacoglu. Like, not only have we been bad the last couple of years, and it's in the main, it's been Kane that's kept us where we are in the league. I mean, we talked about it, that if we didn't have Harry Kane the last few years, we we, we were ripped, like in in and amongst the relegation mix. Do you know what I mean? But that's um, that's that's literally like looking at it like black and white on paper. It doesn't you it doesn't just nah. just because you lose a play it doesn't usually work out like that. Do you know what I mean? No, nah. I mean if 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 the new manager if he comes in and goes and he's got that attitude and he's got the fucking balls to go. Do you know what? Like if you're not and Levy goes, I do you know what? If you're not going to sign and Ange backs it and goes, no, nah, no, nah, like. I'd rather have the money if he's not going to be here next year because we're going to be this time next year. We're going to be in the same boat. We're going to be a year behind, um, and I'm not going to have any money. Then yeah, I'm going to try Richie up front. Then I'd say fair play. It'd be a big call for the for the managers to go. Nah, nah, do one. He's got form for it though. Apparently, Postacoglu. He's gone into teams before and he's fucked off a lot of, a lot of the, like the favourite players and the senior players and he's just come in and said no like you know it would definitely be a marker to go right this is my my era like you can't rely on I'm the daddy around here yeah Kane's Kane's the past do you know what I mean now we start but I just think we're we're all all a bit too hung up with it like we can't look we can't see beyond Harry Kane Uh, and I think we, we all struggle with that but we all need to get to grips with that. He is going to go. This is, this is going to be probably his last season. If he's, I mean, I don't know how much of the Bayern Munich stuff is true, but this is going to probably be his last season. So I just you think, don't think there's a world where we play well this season and he thinks, yeah, I'm, I'm on this. I'm no, on this I train. Don't, I don't. I think the temptation for him to get any move he wants in the Premier League is going to be. He's going to be like, yeah, I can't. I can't. He, he's. He's. I don't think. I don't. I don't think he's ever recovered that relationship with Spurs since since that City move didn't happen. I feel like he's given his all. He's done what he he's what Harry Kane does. But I don't I don't I don't think he he's ever re- he, he's he's never for me he's never felt like he I I, I fell out with, I fell out of love with him. I obviously love what he does for the club, but I don't, I don't love him the way I loved him before that whole thing where he where he tried to force a move to to see. I, I, I've never seen anything like that happen before. I've never seen any player do anything like that. And it was just like you see and like you, ha- never again. you see it happen abroad in the in some of the Spanish and Italian leagues and players do some shit like that and come out and talk shit. But I never I never but thought that- he I never thought he would do it. And it just yeah. I, you never hear him talk about Spurs like he like he loves the club. He never he never you never really hear him say anything or or post anything. It's always about yeah, great win today. Great to get on the score sheet. We go again. Very generic, vague posts. He never says fucking love Spurs. I fucking love this club. Scoring, being top goal scorer. You know I mean, he never says anything like that. Do you, do you not? Do you... Who's who's saying that? I I want I want them all to say that. Fucking, I want them all yeah, to no say it. But no one's saying it. That's my point. No one's saying it. So why are you getting butthurt that he's not saying it? All right, there you go then. That's my point, isn't it? Again, that just justifies my point. Like we need to let go, get past this idea of, 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 of. I'm coming back to the 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 relationship analogies again. Like it's like having a bird who don't love you anymore. I don't want to be with you. Don't leave me, please don't. Even though she's sucking off your best mate, like. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll wear you'll wear it you'll wear it even though you know there's some shadiness going on you're like oh fuck because you're such a whelk you can't fucking oh. I don't think it's that bad I don't think we're in that scenario yet yeah I think Alas. there is a possibility that if we play well this year he might think cool I'll see it out if Madrid and... don't come calling for him where's he going he ain't going Chelsea United aren't United anymore he ain't going Liverpool City, he's not going City until Haaland fucks off yeah. and Haaland might not fuck off so yeah, I don't know. But yeah, move on. Yeah, and I mean he's going to be captain as well if if Lloris goes, like if he stays. And yeah, if we look like we're on the up, and we we probably say to him, look, we're gonna we're gonna focus on the FA Cup or League Cup, uh, maybe not League Cup. We'll, we'll league, put all man. our eggs in, or or the league, yeah. 
Uh, maybe he'll just think, yeah, you know what? Did you guys actually, not see last season? Like, we're not winning. We don't get. We don't need any, any league title races. We've got no man. distractions now. We've got no distractions. <laughs> We've always got distractions, man. Dribble. Didn't you see them dickheads nah. on the fucking training pitch today? They looked distracted. They didn't look like they were concentrating yeah, on their football. That's just a lovely bit of grab arse, man. This, we're going to win the domestic trouble next year, man. Watch. Ain't there a little bit of you that just wants to see um, Sane Main Kane for Bundes- uh, for Bayern Munich? <laughs> he can do that at the end of his career, man. Don't go to Saudi. Go and do Sane Main Kane. Sane Main Kane, yeah. I, I kind of would, I do mm. want to see that. That would be jokes. Or Sane Mane Kane. <laughs> if, if Kane was getting jogged on right and we had 80 million extra to spend, who do, who do we bring in? Yeah, there isn't anyone, is there? What, Top what? Subber and uh, Ravi uh, Joshin. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> What about, right? What about that matey from Brentford who's banned from for gambling? What's his name? Tony. Tony. Ivan Tony, that's the guy. Right. What about Gansrim? I know, but sign him anyway, isn't it? Just, he's, he ain't banned forever. Um, yeah, is I mean, it's good. He is uh, good. I mean, he is good. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it, everything is going to be a downgrade, isn't it? But yeah, he's decent. I'd take him. It's Premier League. He's probably going to be cheaper because he can't actually play football until like 2024 or something. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's like January or something he come back. Yeah, it's January. I mean, wouldn't you, um, wouldn't you give Richie a chance? I'd, I'd be give him a chance. I'd give him a chance, yeah. A chance. But I'd want competition for that for that position. Yeah. I wouldn't want him being our striker. Like only solely. Yeah. yeah. I it'd have to be like an unknown because I can't think of anyone else in the Premier League other than Tony. There like, isn't no... unless we hit gold and Troy Parrott finally comes alive or Dane Scarlett. We, we could try and buy that Brighton young lad, Evan Ferguson. He looks pretty good, but Yeah. I feel like someone else will go for him, like big like City or something. But I think we should try and go out for him. I, I quite like him, to be honest. Well, I saw at the end of the season, it was Tottenham and Man U are going to look to sign him next year. Not this year, next year. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. Look. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good bit of journalism, isn't it? It's, it's... <laughs> what, about, um, what about Mbappe? Yeah, definitely. We'll get Tom Holland to, come to, to, to try and try and get him in, isn't it? Again. Did you see that dickhead every day, Spider Man, talking shit? Oh, <laughs> yeah. What's he on about, man? Oh, I hope they go to Real Madrid and win trophies. You, you don't support Spurs, then, mate. That's not. Don't get me wrong. If, if if our players do go to Real Madrid, we jump on it all over it. Like we love mm. it. I love seeing Gareth Bale and Modric lifting trophies, man. Especially when it's against fucking Liverpool. Overhead kicks from the Champions League final. Right? I, live, I live for that, man. You may don't play. You may all hate him. Yeah, yeah I live for that. But yeah, I don't want to see any of our players leaving the club. Like that's ridiculous. That's what a ridiculous thing to say. Him. Like you're fucking pushing Kane out of the door now. You're like, it wasn't yeah, but I, I don't. I don't want. I don't. If he leaves, man, he's dead to me, man. <laughs> Once they leave the club, they no longer exist. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I just think, yeah. Like, I don't want to keep banging that drum, man, and, and repeating myself. But I just think it's. I think time to cash in, to be honest. I think it's a, new, know, right? it's a new era, isn't it? And I, I, I meant to lead with this. I meant to lead with this. This is the question I wanted to ask everybody. Is this the end of an era or is it the beginning of a new one? Beginning uh, of a new. Yeah, I back beginning of a new. I think it's a new one. So that is my point. What about you, Bonesy? Is it the end of the era? Is, is it just the end? Um... <laughs> That's definitely a bonesy um, one. It's just all bleak. Is it over? Um, There's no more players on the dance floor. It's finished. I, I mean, to be honest, I, I think the end of the year, I, I think that's that's already been and gone with the style of football that we've been playing the last few years. And, it, yeah, I know... Yeah, it started with Poch leaving... Well, it started with the Champions League fucking final loss we've just we've gone downhill from there um we've been resuscitated a couple of times but yeah i think yeah i think the end of an era it just seems like a long drawn out process and go back to the analogy it feels like we've been picking the fucking plaster off for years so i guess it is the end has happened 
and it's just been the end for a while. We've just been wallowing in it. It's just been nothing for a bit. The plaster's <laughs> literally hanging on by just like... We've had the dinosaurs, and, and then we're getting the, the first sprouting of, of new life after the meteor hit and wiped out the dinosaurs. Jose and Conte... So this is all this is all good stuff, man. This is all good stuff. We're, we're, we're breaking boundaries down here, man. Talking about, the analogies are, are fucking off the hook. Um, we're going to be like the phoenix rising from the ashes. Yeah, rising from the but, other ashes. Literally but just, ashes. <laughs> but it's not a phoenix. It's just a chubby cockerel. Yeah. <laughs> chubby beardy cockerel. Yeah, kangaroo. There you right. go. I mean, I mean, if if you can knock knock something like that up. Bonesy for the uh, artwork for this pod, a little cockle coming out the ashes. Something like that would be cool, I reckon. That could work. Uh, I, I ain't that good at Photoshop, to be fair. My missus is good, but she ain't going to do that for me, I don't think. Um, right, we're coming up to the uh, zero hour. So, yeah. Anything else anyone wants to get in before it wraps up? Ravi, you've always got something you want to... There's no stats, is there? Because there's been no football, but you've always got a little no. bit of something you want to talk about. Mm, I don't know. I don't think there is anything. I just want to sign what? some bit of backs. What about the two new youths that we got from C? Did you I saw see that. Today? I didn't yeah, see but I didn't see. I, I, don't, I don't know much it's... about them. I literally saw like, about an hour before we came on. Just two youths both both from C. Well, I've only got like two and a half minutes, so we can't we can't deep dive on that. So. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I guess we uh, we wrap it there, innit? We're back. This is the yeah. first episode of the second season. It's exciting, innit? Second season. You're not, you're not excited about that. Damn. Second season yeah. syndrome, innit, Bonesy? The sequel. <laughs> what, what's season three going to be like? <laughs> yeah, After all the success of one and the two. Difficult third season. <laughs> Domestic treble winners. That's what's going to happen. Well, we got we got to find things to talk about because it's pre-season. When do, when do we start playing some football matches? We've got Shakhtar, isn't it? Next week, isn't it? I think they go to Australia yeah. next week. That's going to be yeah. isn't it? We just stole one of their players and then we got to play them. That's a bit weird, that, was, that was the Levy Masterclass. They went, oh, don't worry about anything. We'll play you in a pre-season friendly, though. You can have the gate receipts or something. Yeah. We'll give you a couple of shirts. Yeah, this is shirts. Definitely the shirts. All right. Well, cheers, guys. Bonesy, Ravi, Jay, for your time. Yeah. Reminding me that we actually had a pod to do tonight because I was <laughs> tidying up and whatnot after cooking dinner. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was uh, episode one, season two of Coins in the Hood. If you've been listening, we are on Twitter, we are on Instagram, and we are on Facebook, and we ain't on TikTok. <laughs> Is that something you can roll with Bones? Do you want to do you want to roll with TikTok? That's a no from Bones, so he's not going to do that for us. All right, well, yeah, let's put a pin in it there, and we'll, uh, we'll catch up again next week when there's probably some more signings to talk about. Come, you Spurs. Fuck it, eh? <laughs> <laughs>